Welcome to the Inspiring Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Donisha Campbell, and here we have authentic conversations about womanhood to inspire you to align with your God-given identity and show up as your best self. Hey, 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 it's Fat Albert, and I'm going to sing a song for you. Did y'all watch <laughs> Did y'all watch Fat Albert? I don't know why I just started singing that. But yeah, so today, as you can see by the title, as you can see by the title of the podcast episode, it's going to be like a book review kind of thing going on. Um, I felt like it would be really useful because I read this book and I said, yeah, yeah, I like this. This is this is nice. This is nice because my last podcast episode that I did was on getting married in your 20s. So I just thought that this would be a good um there'll be a good follow-up episode about giving, you know, some skills if you plan to be married, if you're currently um, engaged or anything like that, if you're currently a wife, whatever. So it is The Empowered Wife by Laura Doyle. And the way that I found this book is I was just looking for like marriage material and stuff like that, that I could just read into and and, and just, um, I love learning y'all. So I'm always looking for something that I can do to like better myself. So I'm like, all right, let me find something. Cause I couldn't just go to like a mom or like anybody else to just ask like, what do you do in your marriage that works? You know, and ask somebody that I didn't have that. So I bought this book with an open mind and an open heart. And now I'm going to gift you the six skills that she gives us in a nutshell. So you don't have to read the book if you don't want to, if you just came for the skills. If you want to read the book, the link will be in the show notes and you can go purchase it off of Amazon. Okay. But number one, skill number one from the Empowered Wife book. So she gives you six, six intimacy skills that can help, um, better, that can help better your marriage. So the first skill in her book is replenish your spirit with self care. And she says that we should, the challenge for her or the skill is to practice self-care every day, at least three times a day. And when I read that, I'm like, three times a day? Like, how am I going to do self-care three times a day, especially as a mother and working and all those things? I'm like, girl, ain't no way I can do self-care three times a day. Ain't no way. But then I started to really, 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 really look into it. And I'm like, okay, well, if I can't make time to care for myself, why should anybody else make time to care for me? It all starts with me. So I begin to begin to become intentional. I'm like, okay, well, if I got to get up earlier to have more time, that's what I'm going to do because I deserve this time to myself. And self-care can be what self-care means to you. So for me, my self-care is making sure I'm catering to myself mentally, spiritually, and physically. Those are like my top three. So a lot of times what I like to do is at least make sure I'm stretching. That is definitely like, this is like bare minimum self-care. Stretching. I like to sometimes take baths, make sure I'm praying, journaling. I should have said journaling first because journaling is so 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 soothing to my soul because I can just get out 
all of my thoughts on one paper piece of paper if you want me to do like a deeper dive into journaling about how you start and what you can do and what you can write about let me know I'll do an episode on that but yeah journaling all of those things are self-care so when I started to write a list and I also took a course by um Sarah Lena and I think I had her on episode she was on the femininity episode I forgot what episode number it is I think it was episode 15 um she gave us a list of all the things of self-care that you could do for self-care and including things like your spiritual self-care, mental, emotional, environmental, and physical, like things that I didn't even think about. She gives us a massive um, self-care checklist. Now, she doesn't give this in episode 11, The Modern Guide to Femininity on the Inspiring Solution podcast, but she gave it to me in one of my courses. So I have a massive list of things that I can do for myself at least every day for this category. So self-care doesn't have to be like, oh, I got to go to the spa and get a facial and I got to get a mani-pedi. And, and I mean, it could, definitely could be those things. And if you, you have the means or if you want to go treat yourself, girl, go do it. But it can also be things like, okay, I'm going to make sure that I meditate for 10 minutes today. I'm going to make sure that I pray at least three times today. I'm going to make sure that I read a book or say an affirmation. I'm going to make sure that I journal or that I exercise and stretch for 15 minutes. Things like that. You can pick those things. You can Google them. You can write down what's important to you and your goals and say, how can I cater to myself at least three times a day? So I think I I consistently do about I think I consistently do about three times or at least two times a day. Um. So yeah, that was the first skill, and I'm like, yo, she's she's on one. She's Laura Doyle's on one today because she wants us to be healthy and whole. That way, you know, we can be healthy and whole in our relationships. Like they say, you can't pour from an empty cup. You know, and that's the very first thing that she says, skit sales, six skills to make your relationship better. The first one is self-care. Come on. She had me tied in with that because the first one she started with is with you. And in the book, um, it's really good to like read the full book because she gives some others little tips too. And I'm not going to go over all of them. But another one that I really liked, uh, um, some advice that she gets is express your desire in a way that expires. So you would, I'm, I'm going to give an example of how this would look like in practice. So you don't use any you words and you can still make, you know, you can, you make requests, but they're not demands. So basically you're looking, you're expressing an outcome without an expectation. So say that, you know, the state fair is coming up and you really, really want to go. Um, so you would just say to your spouse, I would really love to go to the state fair in Syracuse. That doesn't mean that you, you, um, you're telling him so he can take you tomorrow. You're telling him this so he could take you the last week on Saturday at 1 PM. You're just expressing to him something that you would really love to do and releasing the expectation. And there's so much power in that. Cause it's kind of like, you're not, you know, bossing someone around to do what you 
what you want them to do or trying to control them. It's just like, yeah, this is something that will make me happy. And if you're with the right man, right, he wants to make you happy. So he knows that's something that you want to do. He's going to try to make you happy. It just, that's just how it works, right? Like with, this is nothing like no games or anything. Like this is just about not nagging. You don't have to complain and say, oh, I want to just, just express it like that and see where it goes. And if he doesn't do it, okay we're cool. We're fine. You're not mad. You're not angry because you released that expectation. Right. And don't try to be slick and say, oh, we should really go to the fair. No, say what you want to do, because that's your truth. You know what I mean? Don't try to don't try to slide up in there and be manipulative and try to put into head what he should want to do. No, just simply be a big girl and say, I want to. I really, really love that tip that she gave. Um, yeah, that was that was a really good one. Oh, and another one that was really good that was like a caveat of the self-care skill was to talk to your friends. And she just really wanted to um she just really wanted to make sure that she was pinning in the fact that your husband or your spouse or your boyfriend cannot meet all of your emotional needs. And I mean, he's not supposed to, right? Like he's a man and you know, you want, you want that to stay a little bit separate. Make sure you have your friends that you can go and talk to other women that you could relate to that, that also have that womanly experience. There's certain things that men cannot and will never be able to relate to. Like my husband, my father, my uncle, they do not know what it feels like to have a menstrual cycle every single month. They do not know what it's like to give birth. They do not just simply understand what it's like to be a woman. So that, and that's why I tell y'all all the time, y'all always hear me saying, oh my God, I need friends. Because I do, and I realize, I realize it from early on, that is really a void in my life because there's just certain things that my husband cannot do for me. And I just need a girlfriend to be like, girl, I know exactly where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm doing my best to just making sure that I'm utilizing the friends that I do have, right? And keeping in contact with them and, and stop complaining about not having friends and tapping into the ones that I got, you know? And if you have friends that you feel like you can't really vent to, you know, that's just a sign to get new friends. And if you have friends that, you know, you share things with about your man in the past and you can't share things with them anymore or they say things about your boyfriend or your husband that's like negative you can just switch the topic to anything besides marriage men and relationships because you know some women they just hate men right they don't like men they hate them they wish all men would evacuate evacuate <laughs> i say evacuate <laughs> the earth don't talk about that stuff with them. Talk about the things that you enjoy, like a favorite TV show. Or it's just so good to be around other women, like y'all. Yeah. So that's some of the thing. And then she was just really, really pinning, pinning the um the point on self care because you know if you're not taking care of yourself, you're gonna be walking around grumpy. You're gonna be impatient. You're going to be miserable because you're not taking care of you, and you are so important. So more you pour into yourself, you tap into your other communities because that's taking care of yourself, making sure you're talking to your friends. That's emotional self care, right? 
you're going to be a okay. So let's get into skill number two. And this one, I don't know how y'all going to feel about this skill, but skill number two is restore respect. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Put some more, put some, put some respect on his name, honey. You got to restore that respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. You know what it means to me. I mean, even the Bible has a verse on respect. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Hold on. It says, however, each one of you also must love your wife as you love yourself. And the wife must respect her husband. Now, you know, some people say, you know, he need to respect me too. And da, da, da. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? This is a man that you picked. So that's second nature. And if he's really disrespectful, that means it's time to, you know, really have a conversation with him. Or really, you know, just maybe have to go to the left, to the left. Everything you own in a box to the left. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. It's your life. You're the expert of it. But, you know, let, let's let's keep it at the topic at hand. I've learned that respect is really like oxygen to men. Like, if the respect is not there. And men, men view respect differently than women. You know, we're different. And on this podcast, I embrace the differences between men and women. If you're uncomfortable with that, this is certainly not the podcast for you. Um, So, yeah, so what she says is restore respect. And the number one thing she said, listen to your husband. She gave a few tips, okay? And I'm saying, husband, swap this out for whatever you have going on in your situation, okay? Listen to your husband talk without offering suggestions or helpful tips, you don't have to agree. You don't have to agree with everything he says, right? Like you're not going to be a yes woman. If something is a bad decision, okay. You know, you're not going to just say, oh yeah, babe. Yeah, 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 yeah. First of all, nobody's going to want to be with anybody like that. And if he does, you need to run because he's manipulative and he can potentially be a threat to you. You know what I mean? You don't need to agree with everything he says and he needs to check his ego. But you can honor the decisions for his life. You're not his mother, you know, you can't control your man's life. So, um, yeah, you just, you don't agree. You can apologize if you're disrespectful or you're out of line. If you said something crazy, you know, like I really apologize for what I said to you about X, Y, and Z. Like that was really out of my character. And I'm sorry that I did that to you. Would you forgive me? Something like that. Like y'all, when I tell (laughs) y'all, I would apologize, but apologizing for certain offenses was not was not a thing for me, especially saying I apologize for being disrespectful when I that that took it up to a whole nother level. Like that that took a lot of my ego and a lot of breaking down of me to be like, hmm, what? What? And again, y'all, this is just I know some people be like, well, what about it? What about this is just for the ladies. If you have a man who you know is worth it, let's just focus on us right now, okay? And if he ain't worth it, to the left, to the left, all right? Another one that she gets is don't dismiss, criticize, contradict, or try to teach him to do something better. Um. Now, this one, I, to a certain extent, do I like to be dismissed? Do I like to be criticized? Do I like to be contradicted? No. 
Um, now the last sentence she said, or try to teach him to do something better. That one is like, yeah, it depends on how you're going about doing it and all of your intent behind it, your tone of voice, your body language. Are you trying to teach him to do something better and you are acting like you're above him? Would you receive teaching that way? If I came on this podcast, you like, girl, I don't know. You know how you will receive information. All I'm saying is give your person that same respect. And I feel like there is a way that you can try to teach your spouse to do something better that is not disrespectful. For it. So that one is like, eh. Like, again, it's, this book is very, very resourceful. I'm not saying that I agree with every single thing that she says, but I think this is a good starting point, some really good skills. So that's number two. All right. So skill number three is relinquish control of your man. Mm. Y'all, I didn't realize how controlling I was until I got into a marriage. And it's like, I wasn't even just controlling over him. And it wasn't like a kind of control because people say you're controlling. They think like, oh, you're trying to check his phone and you're trying to see. No, it wasn't like that. Like it came so subtle. And then from this experience with my husband, I realized how controlling I was over my own life. And a a point that she made in the book is that all control is based in fear. And that's so true. And the reason why I was so trying to be in control of my life and the outcome of my life is because I was scared to fail. I was scared um, that things wouldn't go as planned. I was scared to go broke and lose money and end up broke like everyone else in my family or end up struggling, or ending up in poverty, or ended up ignorant, like, those are my fear, so I feel like I had to control everything in my life, and to make it perfect, and to make it, you know what I'm saying, you do this, and you do that, and I gotta make sure I do this, and don't let anything unexpected happen, because then I'm losing my cool, and, but life happens, y'all, unexpected things happen, that's what I'm talking about control too, like, I would get such in a frenzy when we weren't on time for something, or something unexpected would come up, and it's like, Dwanisha, chill, girl, kick back, relax, and chill, girl, so it's not like I was trying to control him in a way, like, oh, what are you eating, what are you wearing, what do you, but some women are like that too, like, what are you wearing? Oh, you wearing that? Man, you need to wear this shirt. That look way better. Oh, that's what you going to post? You need to post this. It sound way better. Oh, that's the job you're going to work at? Man, you need to work at this one. Oh, that's child. I wasn't that bad, but it, my, my fear was more rooted in like the things I mentioned. And you know, I don't want to say that bad because we all have our different struggles. Like I'm saying it's not that bad, but you know, I got I got to let my husband speak to how bad it was, but yeah, like even those things you don't want to you don't want to do that because it's like at the end of the day like are you scared for him to make his own decisions? What are you losing and what are you giving up if he's allowed to make mistakes and make his own decisions? Are you okay? Like are you living? Right? And then another thing she said to do in the book is to ask yourself these questions when you're dealing with control. What am I afraid of? Like I told y'all, my fear was going broke. My fear was being ignorant. My fear was not having any money. My fear was, um, yeah, th- those things right there. Number two question, is my fear realistic? So is it really realistic that we're going to go broke if me and my husband are working? 
I mean, potentially if we're making like really, really dumb decisions, but are we? Is, is my fear realistic? Can I actually control the situation? Can I control if um my daycare is, is shut down and I have to find out new daycare? No, I couldn't predict that. Can I control what time my husband gets back from work? No, I can't. He's a grown man. So can I actually control the situation? If it's no, all right, come on, let's move on. The last one, is it worth the intimacy it would cost me to try to control? Who likes feeling controlled, y'all? I know I I I don't want nobody controlling me. I barely <laughs> I barely want nobody telling me to do it. And it's because I feel like I had to figure a lot of things out on my own. And people be trying to tell me stuff that I already know. And it's like, why are you telling me this again? So if I don't want anybody control to control me, and I know how that would push me away from somebody, it's the same thing with my husband. And he deserves that same, um, he deserved that same respect, you know? So it's just like, okay. So another thing that she mentioned uh, to help with relinquishing control is to stay on your own paper. This is a term that she developed, right? And staying on your own paper is just making sure that you're paying attention to the things that you control with you, not getting on him about things that is his responsibility. So I don't I don't necessarily do that. Like my husband is responsible for paying the daycare bill, right? I'm not going to if he's responsible, I trust him. He's competent. If he's responsible for paying it every week, I'm not going to text him every week, "Did you pay the bill? Did you pay the bill? Did you pay the bill?" No. That's not on my paper. That's on his paper and he's a grown man and he's the provide he can do it. It's about things like that, like staying on your own paper, right? And what's on my, and what's on your own paper? What's on your own paper is everything that you're responsible for and everything that you're control you're in control of. Anything that's not on your paper is anything that you don't have direct control over, responsibilities for, choice about. That is not your paper, okay? If you don't have direct control over it, if it's not your responsibility, and if it's not your choice, you you want his paper? Stay off his paper. Why you on his paper? Do you want somebody on your paper? <laughs> I think I'm making this episode for myself, y'all, to be honest. Um, another thing that I really liked, and I'm going to do another podcast on this in its entirety, is, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to go to the next one. I'm going to just do the podcast episode. (laughs) Skill number four is receive, receive, receive. Receive, receive, receive. Just receive. Like, receive shit. Accept compliments, accept gifts, accept help, accept apologies. One of the um, feminine gifts, you know, about feminine women is that we are receivers, by nature, we are receivers, right? So when somebody gives you something, just saying, you know, thank you for thinking of me. Tell them that you appreciate that. Honor yourself. Don't try to like even out the score 
by like giving out compliments or giving gifts when you receive them allow yourself to genuinely just receive it like wow this person was really thinking of me thank you like and that's it you don't have to go oh my god they bought me something i need to buy them something back oh my god they complimented me i need to compliment them back now if you were already going to compliment them i mean go ahead and do it but i think it's a different it's different energy when you feel like you're complimenting out of obligation just compliment them because you want to compliment them you know what i mean like just compliment the girl but don't do it just receive receive the compliments receive the love receive the gifts i really like this because um especially with compliments, I realized that I had a problem with like receiving, like subconsciously, I thought that like, you know, I don't really deserve this. I don't really deserve everything that he's doing for me. Like he's doing so much. I need to help him. No, I don't. He is capable. He is competent. Let me stay on my paper. That's what he's responsible for. And he likes doing it. Um, I don't know if y'all struggle with this. Some of y'all might be like, girl, you violent. And then some of y'all might be like, oh, wow. Um, yeah skill number five is to reveal your heart with vulnerability are you vulnerable sis like in day-to-day life are you vulnerable with your man or is it like you still have a guard up are you vulnerable with your friends because I think vulnerability like it could have it could have layers and you could feel more comfortable being vulnerable with one person and not another or not with men because of past trauma or not with women because of past trauma um, you know, we talked a little bit about that on the, the mother wound, you know, coach, some women may not feel vulnerable with other women because of the relationship that they had with their mother. So yeah, that's episode 17, but you know, when you're being vulnerable because you don't, I mean, you know, when you're being vulnerable because you'll want to resist it. Like you want to just pour out your heart and just tell this person how you're really, really feeling not in a nasty way, not in a bitter way, not in a resentful way, but how you're really, really feeling. And you want to resist it because you're like, okay, but what if they reject me? And this is my raw truth. That's how you know you're being vulnerable. So start, this is for relationships, but I feel like you can use these skills outside of relationships. Like they're just transferable. But like you can start, and these are a lot of tips from her, you can start admitting your hurt instead of defending yourself you know instead of somebody says something about you and you want to be like well the reason that I did it is that and then you can instead you can say you know what it really kind of hurt me when you said that like it kind of like bothered me because you know I'm working really hard and I'm trying to balance a lot of things at once so, and I mean, granted, it depends on how your spouse is, but I'm talking about in a healthy relationship. I just want to keep reiterating that so you feel safe here, so you feel heard here, so you know that I'm not just one of those girls who wants the woman to do all the work and the men don't have to do anything. No, I'm not saying that, okay? So, yeah, it's just that one thing that she mentioned with the skill is to say, ouch. So, if you're partner says something hurtful instead of you trying to like snap back you can say ouch that doesn't that just doesn't seem natural to who I am um I may try to start saying it sometime if it's something that really hurts but it's like that's just not natural to who I am so I haven't really did that one and another thing she said is let yourself cry instead of masking hurt with anger 
I mask hurt with anger a lot. Like I told y'all in another one of my episodes, anger was one of my default emotions. Like it's like, okay, just mask with anger. Like that's, that, that was comfortable for me. And when you feel attacked, put your defense down, you know, holding steady, even when you could be rejected or abandoned. So instead of, you know, it could be really intimidating to be vulnerable because it's like, like I said before, what if this person reject me? What if they abandon me? But yeah, that's some of the things. That's some of the things. Um, reveal your heart with vulnerability. That was skill number five. Skill number six, refocus your view with gratitude. So with this skill, what you really want to focus on is just shift your focus from what you don't like about what your spouse does to what you do like. Remember that last episode I did? I don't remember the episode number, but I did an episode number and I said it's something in our brain that allows us like it's like this is naturally biologically how we're programmed is to focus and on the negative more right so this is challenging you to to shift perspective because it's so easy to pick out the negative and focus on that and pander on that so gratitude is going to help you respond um it's going to help you respond differently and it's going to help people respond to you differently because it's like wow this 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 woman is really grateful have you ever met somebody that's really grateful that other people don't want to do things for them for like just think about it like I'm thinking about the people in my life that I've done little things for and they're just like oh my god thank you and I just want to do more for them you know like it's just because they're grateful and they genuinely care about what you do so one of the things he said like as a little challenge is you can express gratitude three times a day to your husband or three times a day to your boyfriend or three times a day to your fiance if you focus on things that he does right, he will imitate you. And then you, with that, it's just like you guys are just feeding off each other's energy. And that's what, what she was saying that I'm going to do another podcast episode about, about marriage is, is kind of like a mirror and your spouse emulates the energy that you put out, you know? So... That's the last skill. Skill number six is refocus your view with gratitude. And I love these skills so, 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 so much. Um, And let me know how you feel about these skills. Now, before I go, I kind of wanted to elaborate on the control portion a little bit because I feel like um, I didn't really go into that. Um, and she also talked about the spouse fulfilling prophecy, but I'm not going to go into that. Y'all like if y'all really want to tap into this book again, just scroll down. If you're on Apple podcast or wherever you're listening to Apple pod, this podcast at the book is going to be in the show notes. So you can go ahead and just purchase it so you can get all these details because she dropped so many gems. Like if I wanted to do a full episode on it, y'all, it would be an hour and y'all not even going to listen to a podcast, um, for that long. You know, so let's just not even play around like that. But no, for the control, <laughs> for the controlling part, um, I just wanted to give you some more examples of how you could be showing up as controlling in relationship because maybe the other ones didn't resonate with you. So one moment. Um, so ways you can show up as being controlling, according to Laura Doyle, is making helpful, quote unquote, helpful suggestions. 
Um, so say your husband is having a hard time finding something. You say, well, maybe if you put things in the file drawer, you'll be able to find them more easily. And it's like, okay, like is, and it's definitely your intention behind what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like you, you picked up the energy on what I said. That's kind of like, yo, get it together. Like, yo, you're annoying me. Like get it together. You know? So that's the one she said you could be controlling or it's just that's your way of doing things. And maybe he wants to do it a, way, a certain way. Maybe him having his files like that work for them. Y'all, quick story. I work in, um, in like a law office or whatever. And one of the attorneys, he has all of his papers all over his desk, you know, all over his desk. But he knows where everything is. It works for him. Would that work for me? Absolutely not. I would absolutely hate if every day I came home, I mean, every day I came to work and papers were all over my desk, but it works for him. And I think like you have to just realize that certain things work for certain people. And even if you don't think it's the most efficient way, if it's working for them, it's working for them. Got to relinquish that control. Um, Another way she said is speaking on his behalf. So somebody asks him, hey, what color would you like um, your plate to be? And you say, oh, make it red. And it's like, and can he can a man answer for himself you don't trust him to, to speak on it you know for himself okay making decisions for him you know you got his clothes all laid out is this your son it's another way you could be controlling disapproving looks like giving him the look of disgust like ugh. so he know to get in line kind of like when um jada pickett was at that um award show and she gave she gave that eye roll and will know, boy, you better, you better go up there and slap him. Kind of like that. Not to throw that back in there. Cause I know, you know, people got, they, how y'all think about that, but whatever. Another one she has is telling him how I would do things without him asking. That's kind of going back into making helpful uh, suggestions. Right. And also criticizing him. So those are some ways that you can show up controlling. So again, I'm just going to go over all the skills to make sure the girls, you got it. The girls who want to get it can get it. Skill number one is replenish your spirit with self-care. You know, make sure you're expressing your desires, even when you have to say no. You know, I can't really, if I, you know, cater to this right now, I'm, I'm really not going to be catering to my self-care I would really love to do that for you but I can't right now replenish your spirit with self-care is skill number one to restore respect 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 apologize when you're disrespectful all of that skill number three relinquish control of your man your man is not your child he is your spouse right like come on give that man some respect give him some leniency skill number four is receive 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 be a good receiver what he's responsible for he is responsible for you're good receive the compliments receive the gift receive the love skill number five is reveal your heart with vulnerability it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to let yourself cry and not be angry and to tell somebody that they hurt you. Okay. That's skill number five. Okay. Skill number six is refocus your view with gratitude. This is the last skill because remember, it's so easy. Like we're really, we're literally programmed this way to focus more on the negative. So the more you focus on the positive with your man, you focus on the gratitude for the things that he does do. You know, you're going to respond to him differently and he's going to respond to you differently. 
All right. So that is it, y'all. Some of y'all by the end of this episode, y'all like, oh my gosh, she's a pick me. I'm never coming back to this podcast. And some of y'all gonna say, Oh no, I know Dua for real. Um, and and this is some good stuff. And wherever you lay at there, I mean, I don't care either way. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to screenshot this and tag me and post it on your Instagram page. Bye.